Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you the missing piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. All right, so I've got a good one for you. I was uh, driving this weekend. Angie and I went on a little date. No kids. It was very nice. But then we were going to stop at the store on the way home and grab some food for the kids. And when I came out of the store, so I was driving, 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 and, by, and, and everything's fine in my car. I come out of the store and the sensor for my for my tire, the back right tire, says that the pressure is really, really low. Like dangerously low. Like basically the thing's flat. And I'm like, oh man, this has kind of been an ongoing deal, right? So it's Friday night. None of the places are open to, to give me a new tire on Saturday. So I just go home and I throw the spare on. All right. So I throw the, the, the temporary wheel on there. And I throw that wheel on there and turn the car on. And it says the pressure's still really low. And I'm like, all right, that could happen. You know what I mean? Sometimes I just got to go put some air in it. Not a big deal. And so, you know, parked overnight and I'm going to just fill it up in the air tomorrow. And the reason I I wanted to make sure that I did it that night, you know, at eight o'clock at night was because we were going to the zoo the next day with the kids. I wanted to make sure that I didn't have to do that in the morning and we could, you know, pack up the toddlers and stuff like that and go to the zoo seamlessly. So, So that's what I did. I'm like, all right, but filling the tire up is very easy. So I'll just wake up early, go to the gas station, fill the tire up. And what happened was I went to bed. And I woke up the next day and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to the gas station and fill this bad boy up, get in the car. And it says, everything's fine. Tires full of air. Perfect. Perfectly balanced. It's the sensor says, and that's when it dawned on me. <laughs> there was never anything wrong with the tire, either tire, either the donut, the separate tire or the regular one. There was nothing ever wrong with either one of them. There was a problem with the sensor. In other words, in reality, logistically, there was nothing wrong, but there was, a, there was something wrong in how that pressure was being perceived. And that was a hilarious lesson for me because so many people are blocking themselves. So many people are getting in their own way, not because of reality, not because of the truth of how life is, but because of how they're perceiving it. Their sensors are off. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that today. So before we get into it, though, I just want to say, welcome back to The Missing Piece. If you haven't already, please head over to missingpiecepodcast.com. The most wonderful thing you could do for us is leave us a review. So, you know, a couple sentences about what you found valuable about the podcast, however many stars you feel we deserve as a podcast, uh, because what that does, it helps other people find it. You know, so when people are scrolling, they're, they're deciding, you know, where they're going to spend their time. And if they see that, hey, you found it valuable and they can see what you found valuable about it. Uh, they'll, they'll want to do it too. And of course, head on over to missingpeacepodcast.com if you want to see what else we're up to offline. By the way, I just updated this. I didn't realize that there's a lot of cool stuff that wasn't on there that's on there now. So our personal Instagrams are on there. We would love for you to, to follow us on Instagram, um, which is kind of taken off, by the way. Um, our weekend nutrition blueprint is up there. Our strength training guide is up there. You can book a call to talk to us if you are interested in working with us. Um, there's one more. In our free Facebook group, which is, we, we drop a ton of value in there. So head on over to missingpiecepodcast.com. There's a bunch of buttons you can push to kind of just see where, 
to see how to get a hold of us off or out of, outside the podcast. And we'd love to hear from you. So let's talk about this. How many times, how many times are things just like my tire where we are perceiving such a huge, massive problem. We are perceiving a flat tire. We are perceiving something. And so what we do, we go and we dump energy into it or time or money to fix a problem that was never there in the first place, simply because our perception of it was off. So, you know, long story short, this is a fun weekend, right? Because Friday night at 730, um, before my neighbor's Bunch of, um, we were carpooling. We we're just going to go into into town for a couple of drinks. So like, they roll up to pick me up, and I'm sitting there changing out my tire. And they're like, "Oh, what's going on?" I'm like, "I don't fly tire," you know. Anyway, so we come back the next day, 24 hours later, and I'm not hanging out with my neighbors, but they just see me outside <laughs> changing my tire again, putting the original one back on. So now this is like, you know, it, it takes a minute to, to jack up the Tahoe, to take all the parts out, to take the wheel on and off or whatever. It takes a minute. I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. I'm moving slower because it's just hot as hell outside and for nothing, for nothing. You know, so let's just call it an hour right? Of my time between switching tires back and forth. Some of you might make fun of me saying that's too slow to change a tire, but you know, it's an hour of my time in the, in the sun. And more, more importantly, it's just a bunch of stress. Cause the reason it was so important to me is like, man, I, I want my kids to be safe if they're riding this vehicle and wasted be, when there was never a problem to begin with. There was never a problem to begin with. It was just the way it was perceived. And so many times when it comes to health and it comes to fitness, our perceptions hold us back and they have us spending time and spending energy on places that make no difference whatsoever in, in the objective reality, you know? And so we could start, I suppose we could start talking about in the fitness realm where, you know, I used to see us all the time at the gym, right? So we, so when I, when we, when Angie and I own our gym together, we, it was a strength training gym. We, we wanted to get you stronger and like, yes, we did you know, finishers at the end of workouts to get your heart rate up. But spoiler alert for everybody out there, those literally had nothing to do with seeing progress. And those had everything to do with endorphins. You know, so some people knew that some people didn't. Some people thought like, man, that's really where all the results were. And so occasionally, occasionally, like we would be doing a group session or whatever. And, you know, let's say we're deadlifting and we're pressing kettlebells overhead. And we're like, all right, cool rest. You know, let's, let's put you in a group of four, let's say. And then, you know, you rest while the other three people go. And that's, that's about a decent, that's about the right amount of rest for a strength interval. But then we'd see these people doing burpees. I'd be like, what the hell is going on? Or they would grab a jump rope off the wall and start jumping rope. Or they would like hold a plank. And so <laughs> I was like, what is going on? And I would ask, and they'd be like, well, my heart rate's not high. I'm like, okay, well, we're strength training. You know, tell me, tell me why that's important. Well, because my heart rate's got to be high. Otherwise it's not a good workout. Okay. Well, what's a good workout? Well, one that burns fat. Well, the higher your heart rate is, the less fat you're burning, the more you're burning sugar. And I would just say that just to kind of like throw them off. their. It's true, but most people don't realize it. And they'd be like, oh, well, and then, and then they would get all flustered. And I'm like, and as much as I wanted to explain the science behind it and be like, look, like, here's the deal. 
you know, the nutrition program is going to take care of all the body fat. What we do in the gym is, you know, we're new X, Y, and Z. And it's meant to build more muscle. It's meant to get you stronger. That changes the shape of your physique. And in order to get the most out of the stimulus, you know, you have to rest. Otherwise, you're, you're, you're working against yourself. If you deadlift and you do a bunch of burpees in between the sets of deadlift, what happens is you do shitty burpees and shitty deadlifts. And, and all your effort is wasted. And so, but I would see this time and again, you go to any commercial gym, you see it, you see people moving around at this ridiculous pace with, with, with strength training circuits and stuff like that. And why? Because in objective reality, that doesn't make a difference. In fact, in objective reality, that works against you. That makes your next set of strength training less effective because you're going into it more fatigued, right? But they perceive, they perceive that harder work equals more results. So they go about working harder and throwing time and energy behind this perception and get super frustrated that it never yields a result. You know, we, we, we do this all. I mean, we could go on and on, on all day about this, right? Like how many, how many people perceive that getting in shape is just going to be too hard. And so they don't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, I mean, uh, it's going to be impossible. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be this whole Spartan regiment. And so, you know what? I'll start on Monday. And the thing about tomorrow is tomorrow never actually happens because tomorrow becomes today, right? And so when you say, hey, I'm, I'm going to start tomorrow because I'm just, I'm perceiving that there's this whole massive uprooting of my life that has to happen. We never get started. Or we perceive you know, we perceive that we can do it all on our own. Oh, that's too expensive. Says who? Right? I mean, it's, it's the same story. It's the same story. You know, we, we get people rolling into the gym, $80,000, $100,000 cars, you know, living in six, seven, $800,000 homes, <laughs> you know, sending five kids to private school. In the gym, our gym membership was $197 a month, right? Or $249, depending on what you sign up for usually. And they'd be like, wow, that's a lot of money. <laughs> You'd be like, is it? <laughs> like, is that a lot of money? Can be like, you just, you spent 90K on that Denali, <laughs> that Yukon Denali out there and 250 bucks a month for training services to improve yourself is too much. That's a percent. That's not a real problem, right? That's not a, that's not a problem rooted in objectivity. That's a perception issue. That's a perception issue. And when we think about it, oh, that can, that perception it's not perceiving that the gym is too expensive or, or whatever. What is the, the problem with the perception, the filter that's messed up on there is that the perception is that I'm not worth that. The perception is that that is simply a cost and not an investment. Because if you, let me tell, let me put it this way. If you feel that improving yourself doesn't yield any results to either your loved ones or in your career, you don't perceive yourself as a valuable human being. You don't perceive yourself as valuable. And if you don't perceive yourself that way, nobody else is, so therefore you're not. Right? That's crazy. That's crazy talk. But it's true. I mean, think about that. If, if paying to improve yourself, if, you, if, if investing in yourself to become more... Huh, the highest level version of yourself. So, so getting smarter, getting physically stronger, tying together the mind, body, and spirit. If spending money on that is an expense to you, 
you don't perceive yourself as valuable. You don't perceive yourself as having anything to contribute to the world. Let's just call it what it is, you know? And so the, the, the perception that needs to change is that it's not that it costs too much money to do the thing. It's that it, it, it costs me too much to not do it. It, it costs too much to not do it for me to sit here and let myself rot because there's, there's only forward. There is, there, there's, if you are not progressing, you're actively decaying. That's how life works. And so for you to sit here and be like, I'm just not going to improve because there's no value in that. That's no good, but you need to change your perception. Say it's too expensive for me not to throw everything I have every resource I have into becoming the highest possible version of myself, more myself than anything, that vision I have in my head. Cause we all have it. Like don't, you know, some people, oh, I just want to be this and that. No, you don't like you have a vision in your head. That is you to the, to the most crystal clear version of yourself. You see it, right? It's like a movie in your head. And that person looks a certain way physically. They dress a certain way. They interact with people a certain way. They have uh, a certain way of affecting people, right? They have a certain, they have attributes about them. You see this person in your head. And there's only, there's only two ways to look at it. There's only two ways to look at it. There's, there's a scarcity mindset, which says pursuing that person, pursuing that vision I have in my head is too expensive. So I'm not going to do it. And then there's the other version which says not pursuing that and not throwing every resource I have into becoming that person is too expensive because I will never get this life back. Every day that I waste not pursuing that vision, I don't get back. I don't get, I I lose that time. That's the perception that, well, that's the perception that I have. Maybe I'm crazy. Like literally, maybe I'm nuts. You know what I mean? That's fine. Some of you guys are like, yeah, you are an idiot, Paul. Like some of you are like, well, I'm still not going to sign up for your coaching services. Then don't, right? Some of you guys are like, man, I was just waiting for somebody else to say it. I was just, I was just waiting for somebody else to say it, to put it out there, to put it out loud. To tell me how important it is that we pursue that vision. Because at the end of the day, that is literally the only gift we have to give the world. That is the only way we can contribute. Really, realistically, if you're, if you're going to like elevate the world to a higher plane, which not everybody cares about that. And I get it. But if you are interested in making a contribution to the world, it's going to, you, you have to pursue that vision, right? You ha- otherwise you die with the song still in your heart. And so when you, when you choose to step into that, it feels a little weird because not everybody gives themselves that permission. Some people are a little scared what everybody else is going to think. Who am I to do that? Who are they to do that? Um, are, they spend, like, would they, are they spending their time wisely? Should they be spending it elsewhere? Are they spending their money wisely? They don't have to buy Lululemon or whatever, right? They could get by with Target. Yeah, but they don't want to. And that's, that's what this is all about is it's deciding that there's a practical route, but practical, practical is generally rooted in scarcity saying, Hey, there's a practical way to live life. There's a practical way to spend time. There's a practical way to have a career. There's a practical way to make money. There's a practical way to spend and save money. That's typically 
rooted in scarcity. Because if you are being practical about it, what you're saying is there's only so much to go around. And so therefore, I need to hold on to as much as I can. I need to make the most sense of it. When you are rooted the other way, when you are, I mean, I guess I'll say it abundance. Like it's, it's totally, <laughs> it's totally a cliche, but when you're rooted more in abundance, but more saying, Hey, it's really important for me to look at what was, what desires were written on my heart. What visions and dreams do I have for my life and making those a reality. And that's, that's the purpose of my life. What happens is you start to realize that there's a much bigger upside than you can ever have being practical. Things don't have to add up. Things don't have to make sense. And when you give up this false perception that every step you take needs to add up, what happens is things begin to multiply and things begin to happen even faster. Things begin to happen exponentially. Because you've given up living small. And guys, I've seen people, I've talked to, I've talked to, man, I don't know, maybe a thousand people in the last year. And, and there's people who, and, and I, I did a podcast on this last week and, and you can listen to it. Like, I don't, I don't hard sell. Either you're a hell yes or you're a no. And I've talked to probably, probably close to a thousand people. And there's, there's some, especially since we started doing the podcast, because you just, you get to know us a little bit better through this. And so it's like, you, you kind of know what it's all about before you sign up for a call and you just like, you're pretty much there, right? Like you, you're pretty convinced you want to do it. But even before that, so there's, so there's some people who just, who, who are just like, okay, cool. I'm in, give me all the details. I'll do it. Right. And some people come in and they talk themselves out of it. And it's the saddest thing in the world. It's, it's the saddest thing in the world to hear somebody say, I can't afford it. As they talk to you from a $3,000 computer and live in a $700,000 house and drive an $80,000 car. It's the saddest thing in the world because what I'm hearing is I'm not worth it. What I'm hearing is me leveling up my life doesn't have any sort of positive impact on anybody else. So I'm just going to sit here. And stay with this problem. Because let's be real. You don't get on the call unless you have a problem you want to solve. You don't get on the call unless you want to. Like something in you wants to level up. But when you decide not to, you're deciding. I mean, sometimes sometimes people just don't like me. That's okay. They're like, hey, you sound great on the podcast. I don't like you. As we talk, fine. I, I get it. You, you shouldn't work with me if you don't like me. This is, there's, you need to find a coach that you 100% trust. But there's, but I mean, that's few and far between, right? If you sit here and spend 20 or 30 minutes listening to me on your commute, like this is who I am. You're going to, you're going to enjoy your conversation with me, but you'll hear people say it's not the right time. You'll hear people. Yeah. You'll hear people say, I can't afford it. Uh, you'll hear people make all these excuses and I just, it, it literally, it literally makes me sad. Because all they're saying is, I have this vision in my head and that's, and I want to pursue it. And that's why I even talked to you in the first place. But at the end of the day, I don't think I'm worth it. There's nothing wrong with their tire. <laughs> they don't have a flat tire like me, right? Um, just like me, I don't have a flat tire either. They have a perception problem. 
and and I'm just here to encourage you. I, I want to encourage you today. If you've never received this permission before, like I want you to know, I give you this permission to look at that vision in your head. You have a movie playing in your head of what your future looks like, and you see yourself in that movie. You're not you're not looking at yourself as overweight. You're not looking at yourself as somebody with no confidence and low self-esteem. You know what I mean? You're not looking at yourself as somebody who's out of shape. You're not looking at yourself as somebody who's playing small. When you see the vision that you want for your life in the future, you see the superhero version of you. You see how you navigate this world. You see how you affect people. Because you're living at this highest version of yourself. And some of us say, hey, it's just not practical for me to get there. That doesn't make any sense. And you're right. It doesn't. But for those of you out there who are willing to let go and just say, hey, it doesn't have to make sense. I'm doing it because this is what was written on my heart. Those are the people who are out there going to really contribute to this world. And if you're sitting there on the fence going like, man, I'm not sure if that's the place I want to live from. I'm going to tell you right now, I give you permission to stop thinking that everything has to add up. And I, and I give you permission to go all in on yourself because at the end of the day, that's all you'll ever have is yourself. That's all you'll ever have is yourself. You want to be a better parent? It starts with you. you. Want a better marriage? It starts with you taking care of your shit. You want a better business? It starts with you being a better leader. Business is affected by external circumstances. That's why you go all in on yourself. So when, if external circumstances crumple one business, it doesn't matter. You just go on to the next because you've developed yourself. These are important lessons. These are important permissions to have. Right? So if you, so if you are stuck because you're so worried that everything has to add up and make perfect sense... I'm going to give you permission to let that shit go. Give yourself room. Get out of that world where everything has to add up. Give yourself room to let things multiply and eventually get to a place where everything speeds up exponentially. You can get there. But it's all going to have to start from letting go and making sense. <laughs>